And I do strongly believe that focusing our health on our health is so vital to our future baby's health. Working in pediatrics and seeing so many newborns, it is just mind blowing to see all of the things that even from those initial days that can go on with babies. So I think that sometimes we don't really put that link together, which like obviously we are growing these babies we are providing those foundations of health for them throughout our pregnancy. So of course they would be very much linked together. Thanks for tuning in to the Perfectly Unprepared podcast. I am your host, Dakota Falkowski, wife, mom, pediatric nurse practitioner, and nutritional therapy student. I am on a mission to creating true health and happiness for our family. And I'm hoping that this podcast will help you to do the same. My goal is to help conquer some of the fear, overwhelm, and straight up confusion that comes with raising a child in today's society through weekly episode on a variety of health and wellness topics. My hope is to leave you empowered, educated, and walking away with tangible steps to creating true health and happiness for not only your children, but most importantly for yourself. We have to remember that we are the perfect parent for our child, and it is okay that we are unprepared for this job. We are perfectly unprepared for the task of raising our families. Before we dive into this week's episode, I have a quick and important disclaimer. The information contained in this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. The content solely represents the views and opinions of the Perfectly Unprepared podcast. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of the content you have heard on this podcast. Perfectly Unprepared hereby disclaims any and all liability to any party for any direct, indirect, implied, punitive, special, incidental, or other consequential damages arising directly or indirectly from any use of the content which is provided as is and without warranties. Let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode of the Perfectly Unprepared podcast. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I am again spending another nap time recording this episode for you guys. And this episode is going to be a little bit of a different one. It's going to be more of like one of those personal episodes where I'm just sharing kind of my experience with something. And I honestly just kind of thought that this would be a topic that you might find beneficial in your current season or for a future season or just like something that you can maybe even relate to. I don't know. So I feel like sometimes it's nice having varieties of episodes on the podcast. And I know that when I'm listening to podcasts, I enjoy some sort of variety. So this is just a way to just share my experience. So let me know if you find these types of episodes beneficial. So let's go ahead and dive in to the episode. So when I am recording this episode, I am actually 33 weeks pregnant. And just for reference, for those of you who don't like know me in real life, I just turned 31 years old in April. This is my second pregnancy and my son is actually almost two and a half years old. 
And I thought it would be fun to just share what I am doing this time around to support my pregnancy and overall health, as well as what I did to support my body kind of before becoming pregnant or getting pregnant. And I haven't made any like huge changes, but I feel like there are a lot of like little changes in my lifestyle and just daily routine that I have changed, mostly because I have just evolved and learned so much about my own health and really what is important to support it over the last couple of years. And if I've stated before, like I am doing a holistic nutrition program, I am really just more cognizant of the impact that our lifestyle and our nutrition have on our bodies. So that has really changed my perspective. And in no way is this episode intended to provide medical advice or tell you how to get pregnant. That is not at all my role. And I 100% acknowledge that each person is very bio-individual, meaning that what works well for one person may not work for another person. So just wanted to kind of lay that out there. And I do feel like some of these things are really important for everyone prior to getting pregnant or during pregnancy, or even just as a mom or a woman in general, that these some of these things I'm going to talk about are just important things. So I initially was going to make this episode kind of my pre-pregnancy journey and also some of the things that I'm doing during this pregnancy. However, I realized once I got started that this would be a super long episode, so I'm going to break it up into kind of two parts. So stay tuned next week for the little things I'm doing during this pregnancy to support my health and for this baby as well. So I want to use this episode to chat about my pre-pregnancy health status. So I think that not only did this impact my ability to get pregnant, but also has been a really good foundation for a healthy pregnancy. And I do strongly believe that focusing our health on our health is so vital to our future baby's health. Working in pediatrics and seeing so many newborns, it is just mind-blowing to see all of the things that, even from those initial days, that can go on with babies. So I think that sometimes we don't really put that link together, which, like, obviously we are growing these babies We are providing those foundations of health for them throughout our pregnancy. So, of course, they would be very much linked together. So, I once listened to a podcast, actually, about women's health and fertility. And the physician made such a good point that she often sees women trying so hard to get pregnant with various methods But the part of the concern is that they're not supporting kind of the normal functions of their own bodies, which places them at higher risk for complications during the pregnancy. And additionally, it can impact the baby's health postpartum. So once that baby gets here, we may be seeing some of the things that result from mom's health not being in an ideal state pre-pregnancy. So it's really something to think about, especially as modern medicine has changed our ability to get pregnant or to support a pregnancy. 
Um, and this really has sparked a desire for me to support not only my own health during my pregnancy, but also to support pregnant mamas going forward. And this has definitely been an area that I do love to research and I do plan to focus on a lot in my future endeavors. So that is just something that really sparked my interest. So prior to getting pregnant this past fall, I do feel like I was in a very good place of health, which is why I think that getting pregnant happened fairly quickly for me. Um, I overall just felt like my body, like my weight was at a really healthy point for me. I was physically fit, nutritionally, I was supporting my body, and mentally I just felt really good as well. So just overall, I felt like I was in a good place. With my first pregnancy, I wouldn't say I was in a bad state of health by any means. I just didn't focus much on my health, especially not in the way that I do right now. And my weight was probably at my heaviest when I got pregnant with my son the first time. And I didn't really focus on what I ate. I worked out regularly doing mostly like walking or online workout classes through like Beachbody, but I didn't feel like I was like optimizing my health, if that makes sense. And it took me about four months to get pregnant last time after getting off my birth control or getting my birth control removed. I had the implanted birth control, the Nexplanon, which obviously I know that is not a long time by any means. And again, like I want to be sensitive to the fact that there are a lot of people that struggle with getting pregnant and their pregnancy or their, you know, infertility journeys are a much longer process. But I'm just looking at like from my first pregnancy to this pregnancy, just kind of comparing. And overall, my last pregnancy was very healthy. And I do like I didn't have complications or concerns really. And it was fairly it has been fairly similar to this pregnancy. Um, I think just overall just noticing for myself how I felt. Um, and just knowing the differences. And I will say two huge differences between my last pregnancy and this pregnancy is that in this pregnancy, we were right, or in my last pregnancy, we were right in the heat of the pandemic when I got pregnant. So it was April 2020, and I was working as a nurse practitioner in primary care The when I got pregnant. And we were pretty much limited to what we could see in clinic and be doing because everything obviously was shut down. So we weren't allowed to see like sick patients and we're really just focusing on patients that had to be seen. So the workload and the stress of my job during that time was significantly less than it is right now. I also obviously did not have a toddler that I was taking care of. Um, which adds a lot of extra, you know, things to deal with. And I'm sure that a lot of the parents listening can, who have more than one child can relate to just how different subsequent pregnancies are because of the busyness and not having the ability to just chill or take a nap whenever you want. I really remember like my last pregnancy, like if you had a rough day at work or you were tired, 
you could just come home and take a nap and sleep. Now it's like, oh goodness, am I going to be able to do that? Which sometimes I can, yeah, but other times it's just not feasible. So after giving pregnancy, or after giving birth, sorry, to my son, I had gotten an IUD placed and decided to get it removed this last April, um, so about a year ago, and we did not plan on getting pregnant at this point. Um, there was no intention of like starting to plan for a pregnancy. I just decided that personally, I had been on birth control consistently since my teen years, and I wanted to just let my body get back to its normal hormone regulation. Um, if there's any sort of normal, um, cause obviously I didn't really know cause it'd been so long and I decided to try out the app natural cycles as a pregnancy prevention, because at this point, like I said, we had no intention of getting pregnant. And if you're not familiar, the natural cycles app monitors when you are at where you're at in your cycle. And it essentially tells you how fertile you are and when you should abstain from being intimate. So it gets this data by taking your temperature each morning and you can input different data about any symptoms you may be experiencing. And it just kind of calculates that out. I really enjoyed the app um, and it really was cool to keep track of my cycle naturally. The cool thing about the app is that it is also designed to help you to get pregnant. So when you are at the point that you want to get pregnant, you just switch it into a different mode and it tells you again when you're, you are most fertile and the days you are more likely to ovulate and get pregnant. So it has two sides to the app. Um, my husband and I weren't necessarily like trying to get pregnant when I did. But we were at the point where we were like, if it happens, it happens. And I obviously knew from the app that it was highly possible um, during those times. So I definitely will plan to utilize this app again after this pregnancy instead of going back to utilizing a medication contraceptive. Honestly, after I had my son, I <laughs> didn't even like think through the process of, I know like going to my postpartum visit that this was going to be discussed. And I just kind of like jumped on the train of an IUD and really didn't think about it. Um, and so this time I'm definitely going to, going to use this method, I think is my current plan. So we will see. But in terms of overall physical health, I like I said, I did feel like I was in a really good state. When I got pregnant, I had just completed my first half marathon and therefore I had been training for that for the last few months. So I had just been consistently active and I have to tell you that I am in no way, I'm a, like I'm not a runner. So I hope you don't get that impression from hearing me say that I finished my first half marathon. I just had always had this as a goal of like completing a half marathon and this was a really good time to do it. I wanted like to do this as like when I turned 30. So I turned 30 last year and that's when I signed up was right around my 30th birthday. So just something I always wanted to do and I 
also ran walked this half marathon, which is how I trained as well. So it's not like I was, you know, doing this super, super intensive training, but I was in a really good, I felt like active routine. Also, I'm not saying at all that you need to train for half marathon to be in a good state of health. I do, however, think like moving my body regularly is important for me and it should be, you know, a normal part of our everyday life is to move our bodies because it is critical for optimal health. And I also, during this time, started getting into yoga. And so I was starting to incorporate more of a yoga practice into my weekly routine as well. And for me personally, I felt like this was a really good balance for my body is more of this intense running and walking days, but also having the ability to slow down. And this was super good for me and exercise in general for me is a huge part of both my physical and mental health. Even during this pregnancy, which I'll talk about in the next episode, I have just really tried to be consistent with those things. So it, it does make a difference. I just had to pop in super quick to interrupt this episode and let you know about a really exciting freebie that I have created that I want to make sure everyone gets their hands on. When I started the nutritional therapy program, I am not even kidding you when I say that my mind was literally blown by the easy steps that we could be taking to improve our health. Like things that are so easy and actionable that we don't even think about and that I definitely don't talk to my patients about at the clinic. That is exactly why I have created this free resource because I want everyone to be impacted by all of the amazing things that I am learning along my journey. So this resource is two things that you can implement today to improve your and your child's health. They're easy and actionable and I guarantee your mind will be blown as well. So to go ahead and get your hands on this free resource, all you have to do is follow the link that we have put in the show notes for you or you can head over to perfectlyunprepared.com and just grab it from our website. If you're looking for easy ways to start your health and wellness journey with your family, this is the perfect first step. Let's go ahead and dive back into this week's episode. In terms of my nutrition, I also had been feeling like my nutrition was kind of on point during this time or just like in a better place. So I had been doing intermittent fasting prior to getting pregnant, which I absolutely loved. And I honestly, I can't wait to get back to doing it when the time is right after this baby. Um, Intermittent fasting definitely is not for everyone, but it did work really well for me personally to just get my health back. And I did lose almost 30 pounds during this time. Again, I was training for a half marathon, but it wasn't like intense. I didn't run the whole thing. Like I said, it was just consistently adding more and more miles as the weeks went on while I was training, but I did lose almost the 30 pounds. And I think a lot of that came from just my change in my eating habits. I have always been a huge snacker. I really just tended to eat when I was bored or tired or stressed 
And I think a lot of us can relate to that. And I have learned so much more about this during my kind of nutritional therapy program that I'm doing. However, the intermittent fasting was really a great way for me to kind of kick this habit. And again, that's why I said that intermittent fasting is definitely not for everyone. But for me, especially with this snacking habit, it was really helpful for me to kind of overcome this and see how good I felt on this type of program. So I read the book Intermittent Fasting Transformation by Cynthia Thurlow, which I will put a link for that in the show notes. She is actually a nurse practitioner. And how I found out about the Nutritional Therapy Association and the program that I am doing on holistic nutrition. So that was kind of cool. And my eating window was essentially from noon until 8 p.m. During this eating window, I really focused on nutrient-rich foods and tried not to snack in between. I think this is one thing that is very good and foundational with her intermittent fasting plan because some of them are like, oh, eat between noon and eight, but you can eat literally whatever you want. Well, for me, I and like also with my background now in nutrition, I don't think this is a great plan because what we are putting in our body still definitely matters. It's not just about the times we're eating. So I really think that that is a key. And I focus on eating a higher amount of protein, lower amount of carbs overall. I say lower because it definitely wasn't like low carb, but less than I typically ate. So I really tried to eat and substitute carbs when eat like better and substitute carbs when I could. So I'd eat like cauliflower rice instead of regular rice or pasta alternative because we do in our house tend to eat a lot of like burrito bowls or pastas. So having that alternative because I was eating it so consistently was a great option for me. And I also ate a lot more fruits and vegetables during this time which is something that I've continued to keep as part of my routine. I also limited my intake of alcohol and caffeine during this time as well and really focused on just drinking adequate amounts of water every day. Like these are concepts that should not be shocking to anyone that they are supportive of our health. So just really good foundation of things. I will say one of the tough things that I did have to conquer, though, was drinking black coffee instead of my kind of yummy coffee creamer each morning. So the creamer would break my fast. So I couldn't have coffee with creamer in the morning, but I was able to drink black coffee, which honestly I did get used to, which was something that I did not think I could ever do. And I did add some, um, it's called mushroom powder. So it's just a variety of different mushrooms in a powder, which a lot of people think is really gross, but I'm telling you, it doesn't taste like you're drinking like an actual mushroom. It kind of added a little bit of a nutty flavor and has some great brain and um, other health benefits. And the one I used was from Four Sigmatic. It's just a brand I can also put a link to that in the show notes. And this doesn't break your fast, but it did give it a little bit of something else. And 
This is also a time when I really focused on going through my pantry and eliminating added sugars from dressings and sauces and trying to choose better brands for not only me, but for our family overall. So I do plan to do a full podcast episode on kind of pantry swaps and some things that are really helpful to look for when you're switching out and purchasing brands for your family. But um, I think this is something that really is important for everyone. And this is something that I did during this time, which set me up for, again, choosing healthier options and being more mindful while I was pregnant. So that pretty much wraps up kind of the main changes that I made to my health prior to getting pregnant. As I mentioned, I think that it is just so important that we as mamas focus on our health, not only in times when we are trying to get pregnant or support a healthy pregnancy, but also we are really setting an example for our kids and for our families. And it is so important for us to make our health a priority. Sometimes we want to just like be that caretaker and take care of everyone else. But like a lot of times we are the foundation of our family and not only like are we having to do all the caretaking? So we need the health and the mindset and the the capacity to do that. But also, like, we are the ones that are cooking. We are the ones that are buying the groceries and making those purchases for our home. So it's so important that we think of ourselves as just that foundation. So I hope that you found this episode beneficial. Again, it might not necessarily be an episode that you are pulling something from for this current season of your life, but I just wanted to share because I do think it was so critical for me to really focus and get healthy and set these foundations prior to getting pregnant. And that's, again, how I think that I was able to have a successful pregnancy so far and um, it set me up really for a good good pregnancy overall. So stay tuned for next week's episode when I talk about the ways that I am supporting my health both physically and mentally during this pregnancy and um, just hopefully you will continue to have a great rest of your week. Thanks again for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Perfectly Unprepared podcast. I hope you walk away feeling educated and empowered. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I would greatly appreciate you leaving a rating and a review. This, along with sharing the podcast with others, is the best way to spread the word. Until next time, remember, you've got this.